0: Hello, my name is Michael Head, and this is the DFTW Podcast. I am so honored that you would take time to listen to this podcast. I believe that this episode is going to help you grow both mentally, spiritually, and physically. If I can do anything for you as you're listening to this, you need to reach out. You can see all my information in the description. And thanks again for listening. Hello and welcome to the DFTW Podcast podcast. I am super excited about episode 37 because I believe that there's so many things that we can talk about. And I'm excited about uh, the different areas that we're going to go in the rest of this year here on the DFTW podcast. But today I want to talk about the four F's of trauma. But Before I do, I want to thank you so much for those of you that have shared this and you've let other people know about this podcast. Truly, I'm blown away by how God is using it. And I want to encourage you, keep sharing it. Let other people know because you never know because of that one share, because of you letting someone else know about this podcast, how it could change their life. And so I appreciate it. Keep doing it. Also, if you could leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts at, I thank you for the Instagram shout outs and Twitter shout outs. But if you could also go to where you're listening to this podcast and leave a a review, a good one, preferably. If not, be real, be who you are, say what you want. But a a great review is always helps get this podcast uh, out there so other people can uh, can listen to it. So today I want to talk about the four F's of trauma and truly it's pretty amazing how the way that we respond to trauma and different things in our life can help us to get through whatever it is that is happening And the complex nervous system's wiring of this response truly allows a person in danger to react in these four different ways. And maybe you've heard of these before, and that is awesome. But I want to do a little review for you. And for some, you have no idea what I'm talking about. And everybody responds differently. So the first one, the first F of the trauma response is a fight response. And it is triggered when a person suddenly responds aggressively to something that is threatening. So that's the fight response. I mean, you are, you're triggered and then all of a sudden you are going to fight and you're going to go at it and you're going to do whatever you can because something is coming at you and you're going to aggressively go after it. The next one, the flight response is triggered when somebody, a person responds to a perceived threat by fleeing or symbolically by launching into hyperactivity. So a flight response is whenever you feel like you are in danger or you feel like something is happening, you are out, you are gone, and you you hit the road. You're 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 out of there. And sometimes this can look like hyperactivity where you just someone is just going being super hyper and they're just doing whatever they can to get out of that moment because it is so life threatening. The third response is a freeze response. And this is triggered when a person realizing that uh, fighting and fleeing is not going to work that resistance is is not going to happen and so they 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 can't the resistance is futile if you will it gives up you give up you numb out and you disassociate and or collapse and it's as if you're accepting that you're going to be hurt and this is the freeze response where literally you're just freezing up because you have you can't do anything about it and again, these are extreme trauma responses to whatever may happen. Uh, and, and trauma, you know, the where where I'm talking about it as a child was abuse, neglect. And uh, this could even be a car wreck. This could be um, this could be all sorts of different ways of trauma. And and how do you respond and how did you respond in that trauma? Again, there's no right or wrong. You may be thinking, well, well, that's not the right way to respond. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight my way out of it. I mean, you you don't know how you're going to respond when an incident comes up you you're going to respond however your nervous system uh, feels at that time And then there's a freeze response I just did the freeze response a fawn response is triggered when a person responds to a threat by trying to be pleasing or helpful in order to appease and stop an attacker. and uh, again, these are the four F's of of trauma and I would say that for me personally I went in between, the freeze response and the fawn response. So, I you know, trying to just there's nothing I can do about it. This is going to happen and then the fawn response trying to trying to be perfect, trying to help, trying to do whatever I can so that this this abuse or this neglect will will stop and so you you just try to try to appease all the time. And traumatized children will often over uh, they over gravitate to one of these response patterns to survive and as time passes, these the, one of these four models in you man, they actually can form uh, different things in your body and who you are as you get older. So for example, the, uh, the fight response can show itself in narcissistic behavior. So those that were traumatized and, and their fight response was, was what came up, that can show up in a narcissistic. And if, and if you know, uh, maybe you struggle with narcissism or, you know, a narcissist, which is a whole nother podcast episode, I would guarantee you that they have been traumatized and that their response was fighting the flight response. Those that just want to flee and get out of here. Usually you're going to see that manifest itself in, uh, in obsessive compulsive behavior. The freeze response, uh, which is again, where, where I kind of hung out was be disassociation. So that's, you just kind of, you kind of can lose it and you, you can go somewhere else in your mind because it's so bad and you can just black out and go there. And then there's the fawn response, which can be, uh, can show itself in codependent behavior. And, you know, these, these different types of traumatic events that happen to people, Uh, Especially children um, that helps them to survive our childhoods, but it leaves us so limited on how we're going to respond to different things in life and worse, we can actually remain locked in this pattern in adulthood which is which can be brutal. And so you may be looking at yourself like, man, why do I do the? Why am I codependent? Why do I disassociate when things get hard? Why am I at times obsessive compulsive? Why am I uh, showing narcissistic behavior? Maybe because as a child, you were traumatized in a way and these things are coming up. Also, what's interesting is that when children are raised by good parenting, whenever they are in danger, man, it, it can truly be amazing. So, parents that are listening to this, help your children uh, realize that, um, man, good good parenting and the way that your kids respond to certain things can truly help them as they get into adulthood. So, what you know, a few of these things that the fight response when in when in a healthy good uh, situation is is outstanding because it can show assertiveness and aggression toward, uh, to, to protect themselves if needed. Uh, the flight response can also be good for, uh, in a, in a healthy way because man, they're going to understand they got to get out of there and they got to get away from danger. And that can be a good thing. Uh, also the freeze response, they can know that, man, I'm going to, I'm going to give up. I'm going to stop trying to, uh, get my way. I'm going to stop trying to do all these things because I know that I've just got to do that. And if I can, if I can freeze, I can, By time. I can chill out. I can, I can relax and then figure out what my best option is. And then again, um, this is a better, better, a little bit better parenting, uh, in how our kids can respond is the, the fond response is that they can slow down, they can listen, they can help, they can compromise and they can express themselves in a way that man, they can, they can have a deeper elaboration of the different things that are going on in their body. And so again, Our responses aren't always a bad thing. When it gets bad, if you will, is when we get stuck in it. Those that are repeatedly traumatized as children will often hang with one of these responses. And it's really hard to get out of. And it limits our ability to to really respond in a healthy way. But what you learn as a traumatized child or as a traumatized person that this response is actually a way that you can cope with the different things that are going on, for example, when i uh was coming out of on site and and when I was learning about all these things that had happened to me, my response was the was the freeze response where I would just freeze and then I would disassociate and I would just go into a place that truly I thought i was I was okay but I was actually passed out and I had to get, and, and And why did I do this? It's because again, in my childhood, when things were so bad, I would freeze and I would disassociate and that would happen when these new memories would come up. And so what would I do? I'd freeze and disassociate. And that's where Lucy, my service dog could come in and help me out and help me to realize where I am and that it's okay. Cause these, these triggers would set that off. They would set off that freeze response in me. And, uh, what's, what's really cool is that, um, I want to read some of these positive characteristics of the four F's. So the fight response, a lot of people, the fight response, you're assertive, you have good boundaries, you're courageous, and you're a leader. The flight response, a good characteristics, uh, you, you're, you're able to, to get away healthily, you have perseverance and you have know-how the freeze response. You're very aware, you're mindful, you're peace, and you have a good presence, and you're always ready. Poised readiness, not like un- unhealthy, ready for anything. The fond response. You you love, you serve, you compromise, you're a good listener, you're fair, and you're peacemaking. Now, I want to read some of the characteristics of the four Fs uh, in a, I say negative, but, but not really a negative way. But these are what shows up in our bodies and at times whenever maybe you've been traumatized. uh, And this is what can show up in adulthood. So the fight response, narcissistic, you're explosive, controlling, entitled, type A, a bully, demand perfection, sociopath, and conduct disorder. Flight response, obsessive compulsive, panicky, worrying all the time, you're driven. You're an adrenaline junkie, a busyholic, micromanager, compelled by perfectionism, possibly bipolar, ADHD. Again, flight response. Uh, when you respond, we want to leave. We want to. F- we want to roll out, or we become hyperactive. The freeze response. This can show up: disassociation, contracting, hiding, isolation, couch potato, spacey in your head. You're a hermit. Can be a hermit. Achievement phobic, schizophrenic, and ADD. And the fawn response can show this can show up in adulthood. Codependent, uh, groveling, which is you just continue to explain yourself over and over and over again. Loss of self, you're a people pleaser, doormat, slave, social perfectionism, and a parentified child. So I'm reading all of these lists from a book by Pete Walker, which I'll put in the notes and it's called complex PTSD from surviving to thriving. And I'm telling you, this is super helpful because you can start to look at yourself and see, man, why do I respond this way? Why, why is this happening? And the truth is it's because for some of us who, who had a childhood that wasn't that great, or we've gone through some really hard things, that's the way that your body responds and you respond that way. Is that a bad thing? No, it's the way that your body truly saved itself. And it's the way that your, your brain went into a place that protected you. So what now? So you hear all this, you're like, man, I've, I've respond this way. I'm a, whatever I am. I know that I fawn or I know that I have to leave situations. I have to do all these things. And now what, well, here's, here's the now what number one, I'm so excited that possibly you've realized that. Or maybe you've realized that in somebody else and be very careful going up to somebody and saying, hey, by the way, I think I think you're a narcissist because uh, when you were a kid, you fought everybody or you fought your way out of hard situations. And that's that don't do that. Please don't do that to a narcissist. That's never a good situation. But I but I think if you see this in somebody else, that's that's okay. I would just keep learning about yourself right now. It's sometimes very easy to look, to hear things that we're learning and see how to be like, oh, that's why they do that. Look, that's that's not our job to diagnose other people. Uh, we need to take care of ourselves first. And so look inward. How, how are you doing with this? And there may be people listening to this, man, you're doing great. Like none of these responses are you. Awesome. Praise the Lord. That is outstanding. But I know the truth is there's a lot of people that respond in certain ways and they hate the way they respond. So number 1, you realize it and that's good. Number 2, I would pray. Man, if you if you have a personal relationship with the Lord, man, I would pray. What does that look like? It literally looks like talking to God. You don't have to use big words, you don't have to bow your head, you don't have to close your eyes. You can just pray. And man, I'm telling you, ask God to take your responses away. Take, take the negative ways that you respond in certain situations away and watch what he does with it. I would also encourage you to start writing it down, write down the way that you respond to things and look at it and see, man, I I don't, I don't like what this looks like. Counseling, counseling is a big deal. When you can go and talk to somebody about the way that you're responding to things, you can dig in a little bit deeper into your childhood and you can unlock some freedom truly can unlock some freedom and peace that you've been looking for. Because if you're going to continue to respond in this way, no matter how hard that you try not to, you're going to do it. And then if you try to cover it up, your responses other things, that's going to come out in a whole nother way, looking like coping mechanisms that are unhealthy. And that that could be a whole nother cycle of things. So there are there are professional counselors out there that want to help you in how because of the way that you went through your childhood, that they can help you overcome that and they can help you learn to live with it. And that's where I am. I am learning to live with my response styles and I know that my triggers, I know, uh, things that will, that will cause me to go into that freeze, uh, space and I know how to get out of it. So it, could it happen where I, where I pass out and, and, you know, disassociate a hundred percent. And I know that, and I'm okay with that. I'm not trying to hide that. Because if I start to hide it, then who am I really? We all walk with a limp. We all have problems. We all have things that are going on inside of us. And you may look around, especially in church culture, and you may think everybody has it together and everybody is perfect. Well, if you just peel back one little small layer of who everybody is, you're going to see that some that, that people are hurting and people have things going on beneath the surface that they may not even know what is going on. And a lot of people are just pushing through that pain because they don't know what to do with it. Man, if, if I broke my arm right now and my and, and my bone was sticking out of my arm, I would hope that somebody would say, hey, you might want to go to the doctor and get that looked at. The same is true with our brains. Man, mental illness is not just something that you need to hide. And just because you say, "Man, I've got something going on in my mind," doesn't mean you have a mental illness. Maybe you just need to go talk to somebody and 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 work on that. Maybe, maybe they can help you point you in the right direction and give you some tips and 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 point you to some scripture that to really help you uh, with the recovery process and heal that. Because if you just keep pushing it and you keep acting like, "Man, nothing's wrong. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good," and you keep having panic attacks in private, you keep having the anxiety attacks, and you keep, you know, covering up with with different things. All it's going to do is get worse. And I would tell you, if you came to me, I would say, why don't you go and get that looked at? Why? Because I care about you. Just like with someone with broken bone, go get that looked at. It's no different than somebody who has some things going on in their head and in their minds and in their brains that they need to go get looked at. And so I encourage you, do that and reach out. If I can point you in the right direction to a therapist or to some scripture, man, I I would love to help you in any way possible. I want to end with this. I believe maybe this is for somebody listening right now. Be still and know that I am God. What a great scripture out of Psalm 46:10 to be still. So many times we just go 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 and we think that's going to help us, man. We we are on our phones, we're listening to podcasts, we're listening to music, we got all the noise, we've got sports, we've got kids, we've got all the different things going on. And we think that that noise is going to help us. Well, maybe we can today right now in this moment, maybe for just five minutes, you can be still. And when you are being still know that he is God and rest in him today. Thank you so much for listening to the DFTW podcast. I'm super thankful for you. I'm thankful for those that mean you're coming in here and you're listening to this and you're sharing it. I mean, you never know how that's going to help other people. And I don't even know how this is going to help somebody today. Maybe you're like, man, I don't respond anyway. I got to go on and that is awesome. But maybe you know some people that may need to hear this. I encourage you to share it. And again, thank you so much for listening to the DFTW podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If this podcast brought you any value, it would mean so much to me if you could go and leave a five-star review And just in the description of it, what were your takeaways from this episode? And please remember, if I can do anything for you or for a loved one, for someone that you care about, please reach out. You can go to nextstepcoach.org. You can fill out the short application so that we can work together. It's a true investment in your life and an investment that will change the direction that you are headed. Thanks again.